2: Well I guess I'm Ben Woods, here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. Now, I, I don't think we're having them on today, but one regular guest we have on is Dennis Dodd, covering college football and college sports in general. And he had some big news yesterday, Woods, about San Diego State. Lay it. On yeah, he uh, Lay it t- on me. He posted this uh, last night.
3: We've asked him several times
2: and, about the Aztecs. And he's always said, you know, sometime this year there's going to be some decisions made about college football, conference realignment. It's coming. And San Diego State is well positioned. But this is a little more concrete. Uh, according to Dennis Dodd, Pac-12 commissioner George Klievakov has already toured San Diego State and that they are now focusing, the Pac-12, focusing its efforts on evaluating San Diego State and SMU as like their first targets for expansion
3: when USC and UCLA leave for the Big Ten next year. So the Pac-12, when those t- it's just those two teams leaving, yeah? UCLA and USC. And they're going to the Big Ten, Ten which will then be the Big Ten. Well, they don't. Do they even. They already anymore? have 14 teams. They have 14 in the big already. 10. So, so be the big there'll 16. Be big 16. Yeah. Um, so the, that will leave room in the Pac 12 for two teams. If
2: they want to stay at 12, If they want to stay at 12, teams. and yeah. you're
3: saying that the Aztecs of San Diego State and the Mustangs of Southern Methodist University from my hometown of Dallas, Texas will be the two additions. Does. What does that do for you? What does it do for me? What does it do for you personally? My, me personally. You, I know you're excited to get li- out. It's not life-changing. I know you're excited to get out of the Mountain West.
2: I yeah. am, and I think there's a lot of people who will rightfully say that the Pac-12 without USC and UCLA is kind of meh. Yeah, okay, who's left in the Pac-12? All right without USC and UCLA they still have Cal and Stanford, Oregon and Oregon State, Washington and Washington State, Arizona and Arizona State, Colorado and Utah, and possibly San Diego State and SMU. All right, it doesn't doesn't blow your hair back necessarily as a
3: conference. If you're the Pac-12 though, you're exci- you're very excited about. And this is not just football, right? This is This is like all sports. All sports. So you're very excited about San Diego State basketball massively excited
2: yeah I mean you know there's definitely reasons I think what you're excited about the most there's there's one thing that these two schools very much have in common because otherwise they're pretty different SMU more of the you know Texas religious school San Diego State state school private public they're very different in many ways but they both come from major metropolitan areas Dallas, and San Diego. And that's key because the Pac-12 is still negotiating new media rights. And it's not going as well as they had hoped. They're not getting the big, giant you know, packages that the SEC and the Big Ten are getting. Um, and that's another reason for a little nervousness. If you're San Diego State, you know they're saying that a lot of the new Pac-12 deal will probably be a streaming deal. Whether it's Amazon or Apple, a lot of their football games and basketball games are going to be – on the streaming service now, that's we're starting to get used to that as sports consumers. Yeah, we are. It's not, it's not I mean, as crazy. I mean, it's. I'm not, watching Notre Dame games on Peacock like, and stuff. It's yeah. not like ten years ago. Hey, yeah, they're on the Mountain West streaming on the Mountain West Network. What? Where? What? It's and it's a choppy feed and. I mean if you're on Apple or if you're on Amazon, we've seen Amazon Football Thursday yeah, night and NFL. we've seen baseball on Apple it looks great. It's great. It looks great. It's fantastic. It's very easy to access. It's not a huge problem. It's weird, but you get used to it. But, you know, they're they're trying to get 30 to 35 million dollars per year per school. And if you're that's why this is a no-brainer for San Diego State. Right now in the Mountain West, they get like one point something million per year for every sport combined for their media rights. This would be twenty to thirty times what they're getting in media rights. I mean, it is it's a, it's a completely different ball game for San Diego State. It's the finance. It's the financial element that would essentially save sports at San Diego State. They can't live forever in the Mountain West. With a new stadium, with the kind of programs that they have, they need to move up at some point, and this would be the move that they would need to make. So this is pretty huge news, if if true, that they have focused in on these two schools, and Dennis Dodd says, unlike what he told us earlier, that the Pac-12 was going to do the meteorites first and then... Then we're going to focus on expansion because the media rights thing isn't going the way they focused. He says they may need to commit to conference expansion first before finishing their media rights deal. So that may even accelerate the timetable for San Diego State here in conference realignment.
3: Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, that makes sense. And yeah, like you said, man, getting getting out of the uh, getting out of the Mountain West is going it, to it'll it'll do good for them. Don't know what. SMU. I, don't, I just don't know Dallas. how they. I mean, no, I know it's in Dallas. That's it. I don't. know That's, that's the mean. only reason it is. I would say that's Not, probably no basketball, no football, really to speak of. You don't even understand what a powerhouse SMU was when I was a little kid in Dallas with Eric Dickerson, and, and then, and, they, and, then and, they got. The... And maybe there's the thought that get them into a better conference, and that'll
2: that'll also help them get back to a better level in terms of you know more competitive.
3: But I think mean, yeah. it's a no brainer for SMU. Yeah. I mean, I think, and, they're both group of five schools. Yeah. I think it's a no brainer. for and, the
2: and Dennis points out, Hey, Sandy Diego State and SMU might not get the full, whatever it ends up being $30 million annually. But as I told you, they're getting a fraction of that right now. Even if they got half of, if they got half, if they'd they got a half share in the PAC 12, it still blows out of the water, anything they're getting right now. Uh, so it would be an absolute no brainer. If they get an invitation, the only thing that would, would change things up was if, if San Diego State also got an invitation from the Big 12, which would be great. Then you've got competition for your school. You actually can maybe get negotiate a better deal with one of those conferences if the Big 12 is interested as well, if they wanted to get a foothold in California. You see the Pac-12 trying to get a foothold in Texas. Yeah, Maybe the Big 12 wants to get a foothold in California as well and San Diego State, great place to be, would be to be caught between two conferences that are both kind of Tugging at you at the same time, uh, that would be an excellent spot. So, uh, yeah, this is at uh, potentially pretty big news uh, for San Diego State from Dennis
3: Dodd last night that he posted. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh,
2: we got uh, take on Woods coming up eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. Chance to qualify and join Dexter uh, in our winners this month in our musical trivia contest. If you want to join us right now, then we'll get to don't do this. Uh, I want to. We want to get it back to LeBron. We were looking at. Um, that those unbreakable records and what big records could be broken soon, you know, on the horizon. Yeah, what's next? What's next? I mean, LeBron is probably going to play. I mean, he still says he's got three, four, who wow. knows how many more years. Yeah, God knows what it's going to be. Still in the NBA to get to 40,000 and beyond. Will that record be completely unbreakable by the time that, that he retires? Or I think. I don't say, I don't think he's ever going to get it to the unbreakable level. There are some records that truly are unbreakable sure. in sports. And I don't think the points record will be one especially you see how many points are scored in the NBA nowadays. 50 points has happened a lot. Now, if that continued for the next two decades, you could see someone like, you know, Luka Doncic playing a long time and, you know, there could be some players who would threaten the points
3: record in 20 years. See, so, who's closest
2: active right now? Yeah.
3: Is there even anybody in the top 25, 30? Let's see. Right
2: now, let's see. Behind LeBron, who, of course, is our new all-time leader. Let's see. The closest active player is? I'm going down the list. Quite a way down.
1: It's not way. in the top 50.
2: Wow. Way down there. Russell Westbrook's at 28. James Harden is at 27.
3: That's that's insane. And
2: neither of those guys are going to... no are amassing points at a level where you'd think that they would ever come close so i I think it'd be someone who's more early in their career that could do it all right see we get some callers calling in let's get to it let's play a little take on woods it's time
3: for take on woods woods woods
2: Let's go out to Joe. Joe, you called in early. Welcome to Take On Woods this morning. How are you?
4: you' all right. All right. How you uh, guys
2: doing? Yeah, you've got uh, Woods has left the studio, so uh, we'll give you your five musical trivia questions first, then he'll come back in. If you can beat or tie him, you will qualify for our grand prize drawing, get away to Las Vegas, two nights stay at the Westgate. Spa treatments for two at Serenity Spa. The VIP pod at the Westgate Superbook. Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino features newly designed premier rooms. $70 million room renovations are complete. Home of legendary Vegas. Must be 21 or up. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, um, Joe, here are your category choices. Philly Special, Water, Water Everywhere, and the Mystery category. So Philly Special is all about things ...having to do with uh, Philadelphia, city of brotherly love. Water, Water Everywhere are five song titles with the word water in them. And the mystery category is just that. The uh, the song, the two-second song, determines the rest of the answers... ...if you want to go that direction. So, Joe, what would you like to play? Philly Special, Water, Water Everywhere, or mystery category? Water, Water Everywhere. Water, Water Everywhere. HTO, The Stuff of Life. You'll find the word water in all five of today's song titles... You'll have 60 seconds. If you don't know one, just say pass. We'll come back to it if there's time left on the clock, and we'll start with our two-second song. So listen closely as Paul plays a little music, and if you can identify both the song title and the artist, you'll score that point, and we'll go from there. Joe, you ready to play? Yeah, let's go. 60 seconds on the clock, the category Water, Water Everywhere. Your time begins when Paul plays our music. Good luck, Joe. Let's take on Woods.
1: Smoke on the Water, Deep Purple Correct,
2: TLC recommended against Chasing What in a 1995 hit Waterfall Correct, what's the sweet and juicy title of Harry Styles' first number one single from 2020 Watermelon Sugar Correct, the Doobie Brothers want to hear some funky Dixieland in which Mississippi River inspired number one hit from 1974 Blackwater Correct, which early hit by ABBA references an 1815 Napoleonic battle waterloo wow that was a woods like five for five performance congratulations joe you are in nothing tripped him up at all that was one two three four five as easy as can be let's bring woods in so hang on the line joe you're definitely in Polly i'll get your information now we'll just see if woods loses two in a row all right he's coming off of his first l in the month of february can he bounce back today with our new category Woods remains in the dark on that part of it. 60 seconds back on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays our two-second song. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on
3: Joe. Smoke on the Water, Deep Purple. Correct.
2: TLC recommended against chasing what? Waterfalls. Correct. What's the sweet and juicy title of Harry Styles' first number one single from 2020?
3: Watermelon Sugar. Correct.
2: The Doobie Brothers want to hear some funky Dixieland in which Mississippi River inspired number one hit from
3: 1974. Here's some funky Dixieland. Pretty Mama going to take me. What the hell's the name of the song? By the Hand. Take me by the hand, Pretty Mama. That's with the daddy. Oh, no. What the hell's the name of that song?
2: <laughs> Pass. Which early hit by ABBA references an 1815 Napoleonic battle. Xanadu. (laughs) Incorrect. The Doobie (laughs) Brothers want to hear some funky Dixieland in which Mississippi Uh, River inspired number one hit from
3: 1974. Mississippi River inspired. Smoke. F, I don't know. (laughs) I'm out.
2: Not smoke. All right, you got three, which was uh, not even close. Does Joe got all
3: five right?
2: Smoke to back. back to but back. But smoke it was. Is smoke on the water, oh. waterfalls, and watermelon sugar? Water was the key word in those water. answers. Crout. All right, hang on. Napoleonic battle, 1850 with the word water. No idea. Waterloo.
3: Oh, uh, um, and then oh, Blackwater, yeah, Blackwater is the uh, Blackwater is the title of the Oh Blackwater, keep on rolling, Mississippi, won't you keep on shining
2: on. Me. Joe, hey, two wins in a row. You get Sucks. to steal a, a daily ditty if you like. Can't and, wait for uh, tomorrow's. Good luck. We get more guy tomorrow, maybe from Joe, or he can <laughs> choose whatever he wants. So Joe, getting, hang on the We've line. been getting roasted
3: for not knowing who Guy was
2: on our Dexter cho- chosen daily yes. ditty from earlier today. Correct. All right, that's two. That's two in a row. I don't know that you've ever lost three in a row. I don't know that I have either. Tomorrow's a real or fake Thursday. No, that's so, true. So Friday will be the day. Ooh. I, You know, it's unbreakable records. Two, two wins in a row against Woods. Three. Can it ever be done like LeBron?
3: I had a bad streak there. I can't remember what my record was. I don't I think we lost
2: three in a row. I, you may have tied a I'd, couple yeah. in there that, that we had qualifiers, but I can never remember you losing three straight. So that's we'll fair. see. Two in a row right now is tying a record is what I say. All right, we'll come back with a don't do this in just a moment. I actually have a fun do-do this story from the Pro Bowl last week. Not a player in it, but an NFL player who was there in Vegas. and something cool that happened to him.
3: You had a fun do-do story he yesterday. Did. But I'm we're not so- talking about oh, that today anymore. Right. We better
2: what's, uh check traffic, and we'll be back with more <laughs> on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The
4: Fan. We did
5: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. Don't do
4: this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads.
1: Why <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? I'm
3: sorry, I fudged up, guys.
4: You idiot. You moron. Now, dumbass.
3: The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree.
4: Don't do this. Do not tweet that.
3: With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two.
2: On
4: 97.3 The Fan.
2: Log in and listen to 97.3 The Fan on the Odyssey app or at 97.3TheFanSD.com for your chance to win a pair of tickets to Coldplay's sold-out show At Snapdragon Stadium on September 27th. Every hour you listen, now through February 19th, equals one entry in the contest. I'm going to give myself a quick don't do this uh, for leaving out Kevin Durant on the career scoring list. He's currently 14th. And technically, if he continued to play and score at the pace that he does, if he did that for another five and a half seasons, he could get to where LeBron is now. But see, LeBron isn't stopping. LeBron isn't stopping. (laughs) and Kevin Durant's 34. So, you know, he could definitely play another 5 plus seasons. The question is, is he going to be healthy enough to play that? Yeah, I mean, exactly. he's, he's out right now. Is there will he be I don't happy really, enough
3: to play that?
2: I don't really necessarily see it. And and if LeBron plays another 3 or 4 and he's playing at such a high level now, will he put that record out of reach of Kevin Durant yeah, pro- by the time probably. he retires? I would think so.
3: Yeah, if Kevin Durant was 27, 28 Different story but he's altogether. Played, he's played like 430
2: games fewer than LeBron. Yeah, and averaged just about the same amount of points. So if he kept going, and LeBron stopped, like he did, and LeBron stopped, technically he'd be catchable. Cool. So I definitely needed to point that out. And my brother texted me, and he's absolutely right. So. Sorry that I left King out Sam, let me mix. apologize
3: yeah. for Ben. All right. His takes, you know, I mean, you grew up with him. All
2: right, you so I'm going to give a, a don't do this, although it's a don't do this that makes me smile. He
3: loves this one. To,
2: uh, to live golf. You know they're in the lawsuit with the PGA Tour. Correct. Su- suing them for unfair business practices, essentially kind of being the golf monopoly. But in that, they had to, you know, report to the judge... Some of their financials and boy were they ugly. Their yeah. own attorney so their own attorneys admitted yesterday that in the first year of Live Golf in twenty twenty two that their revenues their revenues last year were zero. Virtually zero, they said. What? Like no tickets sold, no advertising sold, no media rights sold, nothing. They had just zero expenses. Point zero.
3: Nothing at all. How much money did you guys make uh, this year? Which
2: is, I mean, you know, startups. Zero
3: point zero. Do did take they lay... time.
2: Yes, startups take time. Just before you start seeing a return How on much did investment. they lay out? So according to the, their own lawyers, their expenses last year. Oh, God. And this does, by the way, this does not account for what they paid guys like Phil and DJ and Brooks and Bryson. To the, jump shit. So just the expenses to set up the tour. Like... Set up the courses, put up you know the scoreboards, the signage, <laughs> the the streaming broadcast, the cameras, and everything they needed. Seven hundred and eighty-four million dollars in expenses, plus what they were paying you know the hundreds, hundreds of millions of dollars. Of millions. So we're talking well over a billion dollars well in over. expenses.
3: For how much back? Zero.
2: Zero point nothing. zero. They got nothing on that billion-dollar investment last year. Not even like, oh yeah, no, we made we made
3: fifty thousand dollars on that billion dollar. No, they just made. Imagine nothing. Imagine spending money for something, anything, and your return is
2: zero two. point zero. Imagine. So they're uh, <laughs> they're deep. They're already deeply into the hole.
4: Oh God! Oh God! Sorry. Oops. <laughs> Didn't mean
3: to do that. Your finger slipped. Yeah, I'm dead, Paul. I'm dead. <laughs> I sha not recover. <clears throat> what are we doing here? We have a couple of. Uh, you wanted to do it. Do you do this for a oh, friend of ours. Yes. And Paulie actually got the text first this morning. Wanted to give a uh, a huge, huge shout out. To our pal Adam Jones. Ben and Wood's family, right? Like, he's our guy. We love Adam Jones. You guys love Adam Jones. My man was playing this morning in Morocco. Morocco. Morocco.
2: Mar- Mar- golf. Marrakesh. Marrakesh. In, in the country of Morocco. In Morocco. He told nice us nice he was, little
1: Wednesday. <laughs> he, was yeah.
2: heading, he was heading down that way from Barcelona. Last time we spoke to him. My dude
3: sent us a picture. Got a hole in one. But That's f- not all. That's not all. His first hole in one, um, shot an eighty four on the day, which is good. The day I got my hole in one, I shot a one eleven, so that sucked. With a with so an you ace. Had 110 you had a hundred and ten on the
2: other seventeen
3: holes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I didn't play golf at that time, but uh, Adam Jones, we love him. I'm so happy for him. But the the beauty is, it's on a par four, not a par three, not a par Cross. three. It's, it's not an Albatross. Rad. Mine was a hundred and forty four yard. Par three. had a nine iron, stuck it, went in the hole. Yours was about one thirty-three. I think. Yeah, one thirty-three. You yeah. hit a wedge, knocked it in. Uh, Adam Jones had a hole in one on a par four today over in Marrakesh. and it was uh, three hundred. It was uh, 280 meters, which translates roughly to about 306 yards. A short par four. Short par four. Obviously drivable since he got it there. He got it there. A
2: strong lad like Adam Jones. A hole-in-one. Your first hole-in-one on a par four. A double eagle. An albatross. So cool. So congratulations. I've never had an
3: albatross, I'll tell you that. Congratulations to Adam Jones. It's our buddy, and I'm really happy for him. And uh, he said, par four, you You're going to go for the hole shooter? (laughs) That's impossible, my friend. Happy Gilmore did it not over an hour ago. Well, good for Happy. Well, oh, my moron, God. Good for Happy Gilmore. <laughs> oh, my God. So I Paulie's like, so you got to buy drinks for everyone? He goes, Psh. I, I he goes, I, I hooked up the caddies with their drinks for later. He's like, I'm not buying all these French guys in there. A bunch of drinks. They're fine. I <laughs> said, all right. Works for me. He probably got his ball and got the hell out of there. Which is exactly what I would do if I got one. Fair days. enough. I'm not buying Drake's for everyone. I'm it's sorry. not his club or anything. Right. It's like he, not his friends right. that are
2: there. A bunch of strangers. It's fine. He got the caddies taken care of. Yep. And then as I teased, I like this story. Um, saw this on uh, TMZ Sports. L.A. Rams rookie Ronnie Rivers uh, was in Vegas last week uh, hanging out with the guys at the Pro Bowl. Just having a good time at the end of the season. And uh, stepped into Caesars Palace and walked up to one of those uh, three-card poker tables. Uh, do you know three card poker? It's, I do. It's basically a game. They give you three cards instead of five, and then you basically, if you can beat the dealer's hand, you win. And then there's extra bonuses for like three of a kind or like a straight, a little three cards straight or yeah. a flush. But they also have a. It's one of those tables that has the little progressive jackpot that gets bigger. And if you make the progressive bet, and if you combine your three cards with the dealer's three cards, and you get a flush, you win the progressive. Well. He took a picture of it. He had he had like the uh the Jack, King, and and Ten of Hearts or something. Dang. And then the dealer had the ace and the queen of hearts. Oh. And he got the Royal Flush and won the entire progressive jackpot of over five hundred thousand dollars, which uh is pretty much almost doubling what his rookie salary yeah. was in the NFL in one that's awesome. In one hand of cards in Las Vegas, winning a major progressive jackpot at a three-card poker
3: table at Caesars. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's fantastic for that uh, that young man. Good to see you having to a rookie, you know, one who probably actually needed it needed the money. Yeah, and that's Don't and Do Do This on a Wednesday.
4: That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan.
2: So we've been holding this for a couple of days,
3: but I think we got some time here that uh, there's a new song out there. We've been tagged in this uh, a few times. And uh, we, we're kicking around the idea of playing it on the air. And we're going to do it. Polly doesn't want to. I want to. Let's, I mean, you can't you can't make a decision unless you listen unless you to hear it.
2: you got to get all the facts in. This is a potential Padres,
3: yeah, Padres song, song
2: for this upcoming season. Now, Padres I've,
3: anthem. I had put down the edict of, hey, let's chill on the raps and the goose and, and all that. People can going to do it. What That's they what's in. Wow. Oh, But that's also for the playoffs. I mean for the playoffs. When the playoffs come, let's all just sit quietly and watch. Do whatever you want. I don't want to tell you how to fan. I don't. We thought we'd try this. And I have a theory. I have have just an overarching theory about sports teams' anthems. We'll, We'll play it for you guys next. We'll let you guys decide. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Do you love it? Whatever. Nah, I haven't even heard it yet. Is it so. mid? I'm listen- I'm looking forward to making my own opinion. I w- I'm looking forward to hearing what you it's like almost a little American Idol. Ben and Woods. Okay. Coming, Coming
2: up, up next fast. on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety-seven-three, the Fan. <laughs>
3: Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. If you got this as a, a listener submission, they said, hey, Ben and Woods, I wrote this. What do you guys think?
4: We're all bobbing our heads. All,
3: but I feel like... Recency bias. We know this song. We grew up. We all grew up with this song. That's a good thing. If this was, was absolutely times, an unknown quantity, would we go? Oh my if god! If we had never heard poverty <laughs> Centerfield," you think we would? I think so. All right, wait, so wait. This this part would hit.
1: Oh, in cold. I'm ready to play.
3: It's, for me, when I hear it, all I think of is Bull Durham. <laughs> when they go on their winning streak, and they're, it's just, it's like, in, it's in, it's ingrained can, in my can, head.
2: I, can I admit as much as I like the my head bobs to it as well. I always have found that song just a touch
3: cringy. It is, it is, which is a perfect segue into sports anthems in general. Paulie sent me this a couple of weeks ago, and he goes, uh, we've been tagged in this a few times. This guy wants us to give this thing a listen. And I said, okay. And I said, "I listened to about a minute of it, and I said, all right, we can play it. I said, but Paulie, they're were actually talking on the phone, and I said, I think I just realized something. It's really hard to write a good song about a sports team. Like a like a I don't want to say a good song, but like a cool song, like one that fits. We all know like ACDC did not write Hell's Bells for Trevor Hoffman, but my God, is it a great baseball song now? Um Enter Sandman, same thing. Like all of those, they're not sports. Songs, they're not sports though. songs. They're not about sports. Teams. Very
2: few sports songs. Correct. I mean, so mean, the it, Boys of Summer, which is a really great song. It's that's not nothing about, about baseball. It's, it's not
3: the the term Boys of Summer. It's baseball players, but there's no mention of baseball in that song. No, it's a great song though. So when somebody says, like, I'm going to do a rap. Cheap Seats
1: by Alabama.
3: Right. So if I'm going to do a rap, I'm going to do a song on acoustic. I'm going to do a parody. I'm going to do an anthem. It's just hard. I I feel like it's the impossible. I feel like it's one of the most impossible things to do in in music. I feel like I could write a country song today that could get played on modern radio. Give me four hours. I really do. Uh, I feel like. There are people out there that are probably really talented rappers that can write a rap song and get it produced and, and it be a hit. Uh, I feel like there's rock bands that can get a hit out. I feel like if your subject matter is a sports team, you're up against it from day one. You're just up against it. It's hard to do. In fact, before we play it, many famous, famous musicians have tried, and I don't really know how I feel about it. Many of these songs. Pauly, what do you have for us?
1: Uh, well, Eddie Vedder, one of the best Eddie to ever Vedder. do it. Everybody loves With Pearl Jam. Best songwriters, guitarists. Yeah, the whole thing. The musicians. whole band. He rode all the way for the Cubs.
5: Don't let anyone say that it's just a game. For i seen other teams and it's
0: never the same. Kind of
5: lost. Me. When you're born in
4: Chicago, you're blessed and
5: you're a field. Kind of lost. The yeah, first time you walk
4: into Wriggly. Wriggly. Where and is Wrigley Field? Riggly.
1: Riggly.
3: You try to walk in, it wriggles away from you. Well, I think part of the reason
1: Riggly why,
2: fiel. and, and this, that's a great example of what makes a good sports song difficult. Because and, and that's Eddie Vedder. You're forced to put in words that don't necessarily belong in songs. Chicago is not a great song word. No. Sweet
3: home Chicago is about it.
2: Wrigley is not a great word for
3: songs. Well, or Wrigley. Wrigley.
1: It's also, you got to differentiate between a song that's about a sport or a team. Like, Like Eddie Vedder's song, that was a song about... The Cubs. The Cubs. And being a Cubs fan. Yes. I don't know that it's an anthem. When I hear anthem, I associate with it plays after a win. Right. You hear it throughout like it is synonymous with the ballpark sure. or the stadium or the arena. Good call. You know what I mean? Like that's different. Like I pulled another uh, sports song. Macklemore wrote a song about the Mariners. It was about the their like 30, 40 year long broadcaster that passed away. Everybody grew up with his voice. It's a good song, but it's not an anthem. It doesn't, like, really get you pumped up and, like... To sit with my dad in the garage, oh. the sawdust that pine saw in the moss around every spring. When the winter thaw, we'd huddle around the radio, twist the broken knob, seven ten AM, no KJR. Daily House's voice would echo throughout the yard, couldn't have been older than ten, but to
4: me and my friends, the voice on that, the
1: other that doesn't get you hyped up. It does make me think of what
2: rhymes with Ben and Woods, though, if anyone wants to watch. Write a song about listening to us in the morning.
3: We'll listen if you want to do it. If
2: anybody could. send it I, in.
1: I bet Creed could probably write something pretty good. <gasps> you guys remember this one, of course, of course. Let's
4: play ball, it's game day. <laughs> we want strikeouts,
3: out hits, double plays. None of that stuff sounds good in a rock
1: song. The I need to I'm gonna text all this all to Skip back. Schumacher. This one always bar- bar-
3: bothered me because yeah. it's Marlon's. Of soul, well, they die, right? Out of the, right the water, so- so- this may be the best. If I'm being completely honest. It's if that this is an anthem, I'm sorry, it sucks, <laughs> but it's an anthem. It's clearly,
1: an anthem. It's I'll, very, I'll give, I'll give it that. I mean, Is is this an anthem? Like this is this is the goat. Right? There's no words. Was though. this specifically? It's not like
3: it's good. Michael Jordan is the king. Scotty really Pippen's really good too. No, this was just they just, used, they used, by they just the used it. Okay. If they put words on it, it would be terrible. Yeah. Dennis Rodman, they call him <laughs> the Worm. Like it would be awful, <laughs> <laughs> so bad. So we got this. Uh, do you have the? Info, Pauly, for who this is? And everything. Uh, yeah, it's right. called The Brown
2: and Gold. Let, let me, let's hold on for just a second. We're going to do Traffic, and then we can come back and we can actually dive into this potential Padres anthem for 2023. We'll do that next. <laughs> you brought up during Traffic, and we'd be remiss. I, San Diego Superchargers was a pretty good song. It's I, dated, though. I mean, well, there's, the, yay, there's no such go. thing well, right. as the San Diego Chargers. That's not but. even what I meant. But it was a
3: It was seventies. Didn't Pod do a Charger song too? Yeah. That was okay. It was. They actually had two of
2: the better entries, given how difficult it
3: is. Yeah, to, it's to very difficult song. to do. It's just very difficult to do to incorporate uh, plays and and the jargon of the game is very difficult to do. Yeah, Pod's went San Diego
2: Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, where did they get that beat? Yeah, very familiar. This is, I mean, seventies. Hard to beat this one. It's pretty and good when it comes to anthems for teams. This gets you fired up for a game. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. I remember being inside Qualcomm Stadium, and they play this, and the porno in the background went absolutely nuts.
4: Diego, so Go ahead, fantastic.
2: Diego, you look at him grinning from ear to ear. Really, one of the biggest losses. I mean, that song of, of moving to Los Angeles. They
1: can't ever use this. Los song Angeles Super
3: Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get to it, Paulie. Who's oh, this? That's
1: not a terrible lead-in, actually, because I think the if I remember, this song, "The Brown and Gold," kind of channels a little bit of that Charger song. This is by Pablo Garduno, and uh, when I went to his SoundCloud page that he shared with us, he wrote. This is my San Diego Padres song. I wrote this song in October 2022 after being inspired by the Padres' stellar season. I'm hoping to get this song to the Padres so they can play it at their stadium. Pet Co. Park 3. Pet's
3: Pet petco just one petco
2: just,
1: Petco's just one word no, uh, but this is, you know, it's
2: a pet company it's a pet petco Co. park really should be two words this
1: is the perfect song for the upcoming season 2023 there's a lot of hype and expectations for this upcoming season and this is the perfect song to go with it okay I'm gentlemen gonna be, for the uh, first time i'm ever, gonna be
3: very objective here so are you ben. the brown and gold the brown and gold Beachy, San Diego vibe, vibey. better than i can do i like the beachy vibe i do when i think anthem though i think something that gets me fired up i like imagine fly ball xander takes six steps back catches it game over hater gets a save and then that plays i don't know that i'm that fired up but i don't hate that song
2: yeah i i think beachy it, it felt to me like a beach boy song crossed with um Obladi, oh, oh, A little bit of the that. There's a little, little sublime
1: bit of in there too. Like maybe when I, if I closed my eyes when I was hearing that song, I, I like I, I'm with you, Woods. I don't see myself at Petco Park celebrating a big win. I can see myself sitting on a beach drinking a Dos Equis, like just kicking back <laughs> for sure. Don't know that it it screams anthem. It's not a, a victory song. Our
3: uh, listeners are very mean. They're also, very, they're very me. They're way harsher uh, critics. Yeah. Than well. Golf Rat says that will make the players want to smoke bowls. <laughs> As if they need a song to make them want to smoke bowls. I mean, if, if, bowls. if we're going
2: to call them the Super Padres. Which no I don't want to do. No one's ever really called them the Super Padres. Why not just repurpose the no longer useful <laughs> San Super Padres? San Diego Super Padres San Diego <laughs> I mean, you you could you could change a couple of lyrics. There's not a lot of football specific lyrics in that song. We're gonna we're coming your way. We're gonna dazzle you with our play. The time has come. You know we're shooting for number one. All quite still appropriate for the San Diego Super Padres. It would be very us
3: to incorporate that song from that team, so let's not do that. Let's be original. We're it's, not remaking White Man Kenny. Yeah, Jump but the team anymore. didn't
2: invent that song. I it's know. not their song. If if the artists
3: uh wanted to repurpose that one. I don't want to tell what's his name again? Pablo. Pablo, thank you number one for putting yourself out there. It's not easy to do. It's not we have a big platform here and we played it and you asked us to play it, so we did. Um, it, it takes massive. If I ever wrote a song, bro, I don't know that I could play it for anyone. I really don't. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that would be the most intimate. Uh, ter- I just posed in my underwear here two days ago. <laughs> I'm more comfortable doing that Oh yeah, in a heartbeat than writing a song and going, hey, guys, let's see what you all think. I mean, that is just the most naked experience. So, number one, props to you for doing that. It sounds well-produced. Um, but again, I go back to my original statement. It's really hard to write a killer, cool song about a sports team. Now, people are tweeting in. Uh, Tessie by the Dropkick Murphys is a good one. Um, there's uh, Black and Yellow. Wiz Khalifa did it for uh, the Steelers. Pretty cool. It's just tough. It's just that it's a tough subject. It to has write to come on. from the heart. It's so hard to and do if, that if, to if, put yourself if, out there. You know, if you say, "Hey, write a song about love." Okay, write a song about loss. Okay, no problem. Write a song about your kids. Done. Write a song about your wife. Done. It's that's those are it take you a while, but those are easier subjects. You know what to say. This write a song it, about a baseball team.
2: You know what this reminds me of? And this is going to date me a little bit. Do you remember Beverly Hills 90210? Of course, loved it. Remember when uh, David got the job as a jingle writer, but he wasn't having any success, and then he played the love song he wrote just for Donna, for Donna. and they loved it. But then she got offended because he gave it to them to make some money, and it was Instead their special of. song. That's that was true. Fun. But he wrote that one from his heart. That like was pouring out from him, and that was the only one that was any good
3: because he, he used all of his emotions of his to emotions. write that song. So I, I again, like I said, man, I give you an absolute A for effort. I give you an A for uh, the the sack to throw it up on on the radio, and uh, I you know I give the song probably a B-. minus. I'm not. It's not. I just don't. Maybe like I think some, just
2: the tone of it doesn't quite fit. It doesn't with fit what
3: we're going for at a sta- in a like, stadium. Well, also for me, my mind. You know where my mind is this year for this team. It's like <laughs> like, <laughs> like run through a wall. running through a wall is the other part. Somebody suggested, dude. I, if I listened to Sammy Levitt's pre and post game and that song was playing in the background, I'd be all in. I go, you know what? That's a really good idea. So Sammy, it's yours if you want it. There's a use for it out there somewhere. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. But if it's I just don't know if it's the fi- final out of a Padres victory inside the stadium.
1: What is it about I can't, maybe it's just a me thing and I'm just, and I'm nitpicking here cuz I know you got to make you got to make words rhyme. But what uh, referring to S- San Diego as SD, SD. I don't
3: yeah. know why it it, it bugs me too. Shout out SD. Shout out SD. SD. I
1: do that ends with an E
2: sound is easy to rhyme
3: with SD. Somebody said uh, somebody hit me in the DM and said he's working on a song. Tommy said he's working on a song. Uh, it's called Men and Goods. It'll be ours. Men and Woods or Men ben and Goods. Men and goods. <laughs> yeah, Men and Goods. Nothing rhymes with our dumb names. So there you go. We, uh, as promised, we played it for you. I thought you did a, a, a fine job. A fine job. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rip it to shreds.
1: Gavin says this. MfR added Garvey to his Padres anthem. Yeah,
3: and that
2: that'll that'll that's, get you. That's points off. It's
1: polarizing yeah. for sure.
2: Points off. I think. Yeah. Every day, get uh, NFL headlines delivered straight to your smart speaker or earbuds. The best football show podcast wraps up the world in just fifteen minutes. Host Elliot Shore Parks explains the biggest stories and also delivers the highlights from all of Odyssey's football podcast. You get all the news and insight from across the league in the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your
3: podcast. Yeah. I, I'm- guys from uh, Divine Gospel said, Marlins will soar is the best baseball song in the last 30 years.
1: They're not wrong. You're not wrong. I mean,
3: it's so corny and bad that it is fantastic.
2: Had some uh, uh, interesting uh, article drop from Ken Rosenthal as uh, it relates to Manny Machado and the Padres. We'll get to that coming up in our 8 o'clock hour. Next, Ben Woods on 97.3 The Fan.
5: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.